Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing Moonlight Chicken. This series came out here a while back. It consists of eight episodes through GMMTV. The story is set in Pattaya City, Thailand. Overall, I am a huge fan. Just want to give a huge shout out here to P. Ulf, the director. He's amazing. He did Bad Buddy. He did Thousand Stars. Need I say more? I mean, really, if that was all he did, I would be forever in amazement of his work. But this series, I have not watched in entirety. Now, I will say I have watched all of the scenes involving two characters named Leming and Hart. I love their characters. Their characters are awesome. They make the entire series worth watching the parts that involve them. But the series overall, this had a lot of hype during the past couple of years. It has First and Cow in it. It has Mix and, oh, it's not Trail. Earth, Earth, Earth and Mix in it. It also has the new up-and-coming stars, Fourth and Jiminy in it. So it really does have some very popular and very talented actors in it. So they did a great job on their acting. I totally will agree with that. However, the storyline is not my favorite storyline at all. I think the main reason is this story is set in Pattaya City, which for those of you who don't know, Pattaya City is a beach resort town in Thailand. It's also, I only know about this because I have one friend in the States who's like, if you go to Thailand, on you should visit Pattaya because in the 70s, there was a movie made there that was really cool and the views were amazing. I'm like, okay. So I Google it and my, my Thai teacher is like, Anna, you don't want to go to Pattaya unless you really are into strip clubs and drinking, which I don't think you're into either one of those things. So Pattaya is not going to be your thing. Go visit Krabby. Go visit Phuket. Go anywhere, basically, other than Pattaya. Well, Pattaya City is actually its own governing province. It's also where a lot of people apparently from Russia and China, etc., come and work, and basically, um, it's supposed to be kind of like it's like a what would you say? It has a very negative undercurrent of like the sex trade and possibly uh, drug industry. I don't know for sure on that because I've just been reading what I can find on Kyoria, so it is not a very nice family friendly place needless to say Anna will not be going to Pattaya <laughs> and like my I was talking with my Korean teacher here a couple of weeks ago and he's like Anna I made the grave mistake of once visiting Pattaya and once I landed and looked around he said I knew I was in the wrong place I'm like yeah I'm guessing kind of knowing you for the last few years that would be very very true because he's like the nicest person of like I cannot imagine him being interested in really anything Pattaya had to offer. But anyway, so Pattaya is kind of a very um, adultish place. We'll put it that way. But anyway, so the story is set in Pattaya, which is one reason I'm not really into the the story because there is a lot of things there. It's like the extreme poverty. You have all the wealthy tourists coming there to do things that are not 
particularly good and also kind of using the locals poorly. It's the story of a local who runs a chicken rice diner that he puts the rice on discount um, when it hits midnight so people can get a good meal. And he has like one beer a day as kind of his treat. Well, the story starts out with him deciding to have a one-night stand with this other character who is played by Mix. This is another reason Anna really doesn't like this story because I'm not into stories involving one-night stands either. <laughs> so I'm like, when I first saw the first episode, I was so excited. I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then I'm like, this is not really my show. This is not Bad Buddy. This is not 1,000 Stars. This is not even The Eclipse, which I liked. I'm like, this is not like any of those. This is kind of like adultish and... I'm into I'm into films featuring people who are adults making mature decisions, but I'm not really into films about adults making really bad and stupid decisions. <laughs> so anyway, so we have the man with the chicken rice um, restaurant. We have the person he had the one night stand with, who we find out a few episodes later has their own partner they've been with, but they're trying to break up with them and they decide to do this, which causes a lot of friction for obvious reasons. I'm like, you know, if you're going to break up with your partner, I totally get that. But I do not see having a one night stand with someone which will complicate breaking up with your partner and cause all this rigmarole. It just really way too much drama. In the midst of this drama, though, we have the character of Li Ming, played by Forth. I really like the character of Li Ming. I mean, if I could pick one character out of the entire series, I'm just going, this is a really cool character from what I've seen of the clips featuring him only, because I really don't care about the rest of the show from what I've seen. I think Le Ming is awesome. Le Ming is in high school, and he's trying to convince his uncle, who has been taking care of him for the past five to six years, because Le Ming had some kind of argument with his mom, and she decided to ship him off to his uncle. I really don't know what on earth would possess some other Jews. Now, I totally get if she is down on her luck, can't afford to take care of the child, etc. He might be better off with a relative. But she had this little kerfluffle with him, sends Leming off. She just doesn't really want to deal with it. So Leming has this whole feeling of his mom didn't want him because they had this whatever argument it was. Um, his uncle basically keeps telling him how he's paying for his school. He needs to be basically grateful. And the Ming is like, what I need to do is I need to get out of here and go somewhere else where it's not so poverty. And, you know, I didn't even have a choice on being born. And if I had, do you think I'd really want to end up here in this situation where my mom doesn't want me? You're only caring for me because you're my uncle. Do you really think I'd want this? <laughs> and you really just sit there and go, the Ming is in such a tricky situation. And his uncle really, throughout the entire show, is just kind of cranky and rude to the Ming. I mean, I don't mean that bad. And I get that, like, 
I used to work with teenagers when I lived in the States. And the thing that I found interesting is like, everyone says, oh, teenagers are so hard. But the thing is, is I'm going, I think a lot of times it is not that teenagers are so hard. It's that adults have decided that they are going to fuss with teenagers because they are teenagers and ergo, we must fuss with them. And I'm like, I have never felt the urge to fuss with other human beings. I've also always been someone that's like, if there is a battle, if there is a fight and it is worth it, oh yeah, I will go into the ring. But if there is not a battle and it is not worth a fight, I am not going into the freaking ring. So it's like, whenever I had teenagers come and stay at my house, it's like, we didn't really fight. We didn't really argue. There was a couple of times when one of them got a little cranky with another teenager and I was like, well, you can go play at the YMCA for a while and figure out how to adjust to working around people because... I don't know. It just seems to be a practical method. I mean, I didn't really see the point of fighting or arguing. And certainly I'm going, I can imagine a lot of things in my life. I can imagine even getting very upset at somebody doing something uber stupid. But I can never imagine sitting there and telling a teenager who was in my care, you need to be grateful because I'm paying for X. I'm like, no, I really just can't imagine. I'm going... You have the privilege to have another human being in your life who is awesome and who tries their very best to be the kind of person they need to be. And yes, you misunderstand them. And yes, they misunderstand you. But at heart, they are good people. Why would you want to mess this up by arguing with them all the time? <laughs> so anyway, Leming and his uncle do not see eye to eye. Again, I think this mainly has to do with his uncle and not Liming. And I'm sure everyone has their own opinion on this. But anyway, Liming ends up going to drop off some chicken rice um, for a delivery at the police um, policeman's home, the chief police officer's home in Pattaya, apparently. When he does that, he catches the police officer's son drinking alcohol and the son breaks a bottle of alcohol and is trying to use sign language to tell Leming he's upset about this. And Leming's like, I don't understand what you're saying. Well, the next day, Leming's uncle gets a call that this glass is broken and it must be Leming's fault because the boy who is deaf does not want to tell his parents he was drinking alcohol when they were away from home. So Leming's uncle's like, well, you know, we're poor. We have to do what they say. And Leming is like very upset about this. He's going, you know, I get that we're poor. I get that you feel that means that we have to just roll over and play dead on this deal. But this is not something I did. And I don't think that the boy who did this should be the one that says that he did this. He should own it. I mean, it's not so bad that he did this. It's that he didn't own it. <laughs> and I'm like... I kind of like Leming's attitude in this entire series. Huge, again, huge shout out. But anyway, so Leming agrees to work at the house to pay off the debt. When he does this, he ends up basically becoming friends with Hart, who you find out that, who's played by Jiminy. Hart has not left his home in three years because his mom has decided that because he's deaf, he is somehow unable to go out in public. Now, I could understand in some ways her not wanting her heart to go out in the downtown of Pattaya, like Walking Street. It's, it's not a good place for a 
a kid. I mean, whether you're deaf or hearing, that would not be a place I'd want my, you know, 17, 8-year-old boy to be walking on the street. He could get hurt. He could see things that he really does not need to see. <laughs> things like that. But that is not why she doesn't want Hart to go out. She's just convinced that he needs to stay home all the time. And she's also... She's refused to learn sign language. She just sends him handwritten notes, and she tells him, like, your rice is in the fridge, etc. Well, at the end of the day, um, Leming makes Hart help him around the house, and he also decides he will help um, Hart by being subtitles for some Thai movies because Hart wants to know what the important points are. And throughout the process, um, he finds out that Hart has not left the house. So he takes Hart to go kind of just um, have a nice time in town, go get some food. Um, he even takes him to a church where there's like a group for the deaf so they can talk and have kind of a Christmas party. And he helps Hart to be able to communicate better. He also learns sign language, so he's able to talk with Hart without... He does use texting as well on phones, but he does learn how to communicate that way. In the midst of this entire thing, his uncle is dealing with the drama of his one-night stand and that person wanting to stay in his life. Well, he has the other partner who's fussing over here in the other corner. I mean, it's way really dramatic, and I did not take the time to watch it because I'm like, this is kind of like a soap opera, and I don't really like soap operas. <laughs> but anyway, at the end of the day, um, Leming and Hart end up, Hart gets hurt on the motorbike um, because he ran into something when Leming was trying to teach him how to use the motorbike. So he ends up hurt. His mom completely loses it. He then completely loses it. His mom with sign language telling her that, you know, it's been three years. You haven't learned sign language. I can't leave the house. This is driving me nuts. As an 18-year-old, I want to see more than these four wires around me. So anyway, the Ming then decides to come back to Hart's home. His mom tell, Hart's mom tells him, you've paid off the debt. You don't need to return here anymore. Well, the Ming says, I know I've paid off the debt, but can I still please see Hart and can... Um, can I talk to you about this for a little bit? And the man sits down with Hart's mom and he says, you know, Hart is very talkative. He, he likes going to this church to meet with other people who are also deaf so they can talk to one another. He likes watching movies that are subtitled in English because there aren't a lot of Thai dramas that are subtitled. Um, he really does like to get out and do things. And I totally get if you don't want him to go out by himself, but can he come to my house for New Year's? Can, can he do that? Is that okay with you? So anyway, his mom agrees, Hart's mom agrees. And then um, Leming goes upstairs and talks to Hart, who is feeling very sad and looking at his phone like, I will never be able to leave these four walls. I will never be able to talk with Leming again. It is sad. Anyway, um, Leming puts a paper under the door that says basically, have you been causing trouble again, you jerk? And, and Hart is like, yay, my friend is back. So anyway, Leming comes in and tells him he can basically come with him to his house. And then he comes and flops on Hart's bed. 
Also during this time, um, Leming and Hart had a job together in a mall, and they met Mix's character, whose name I cannot remember. I'm sorry. But anyway, Mix's character in the story meets Hart and Leming at the mall. And he sees that Leming is making sure that Hart has his Tai Chi. He makes sure that the straw is in the Tai Chi. He's there to take pictures with Hart. And, and Mix's character just said, you're going, these two are so funny. They're so adorable. Here, I'll take your pictures for you. And I do like that aspect of Mix's character. I think that's the one good thing about it is he's, he's so like observationally laid back about things that totally freak out Earth's character in the story. It's kind of like how some couples balance each other out when the one is totally panicked about their teenage son and the other is like, honey, we went through this when we were kids. It'll be fine. But anyway, so Mix's character knows that Hart and Thimming like each other. Ur's character finds out when he comes in for New Year's and sees that Leming has kissed Hart, which totally freaks him out. Now, I find this very interesting, this whole dynamic between Ur's character and also Leming's mom comes after six years and basically says that she's going to marry this perfect stranger and she wants Leming to come be with them and be a happy family. And Leming is like, I don't even know you. I don't know this person. You haven't talked to me in like five to six years. I know that you think I'm supposed to love and care for you just because we're blood related, but that is not enough impetus for me to change my entire life and leave this area and leave hard. If I'm going anywhere, I want to go to the U.S. and get out of having this cycle of poverty that our whole family's in right now. So anyway, but Leming's mom and his uncle, are totally panicked that he likes heart. Now, I find this amusing because I'm going, you know, if I had something like this happen, I would not be panicking. I would be sitting there going, this is an observation. Okay, this happened. This is not worth panicking over. This is not worth, like his uncle says, you know, life is hard enough. You're poor. You don't have a future. And now you like heart. I'm like... This is really a lame way to talk to your kid and a very good way to make, you know, it's so no one wants to come home for Christmas dinner. But anyway, the Ming's uncles and the Ming's mom discuss the Ming having this liking for heart. And the Ming's mom is convinced that it's because she had him stay with his uncle, who is gay. And um, basically that this is a terrible situation, etc. Blames like all the universe. And it's very exhausting because I think, you know, in most field drama, you either have the parents totally freaking out or them being accepting and not really caring. In real life, usually most parents freak out. Most parents, you know, kind of go bonkers. And at least in the States where I'm from, it's like, it's not good. And I've never really quite understood. I'm like, you know, to me, there are many things to go bonkers over in life, but this would not be one of them. <laughs> Maybe just because I don't like going bonkers. I'm like, if my kid had gotten drugs or sold drugs or something like that, I can see being very upset about that because they're hurting themselves, they're hurting other people. But getting mad at them because of who they care about, if they're caring for them well, I'm going, why would I get mad at my child for that? Why would I think there's anything wrong with my child if they're caring for somebody well? Now, if they're not caring for somebody well, then they're just 
using other people, that would bother me. But I'm like, if they're not, then if the relationship is healthy, if everybody gets along, if there's care involved, I don't see why everyone is pointing fingers and being mad and saying that something's wrong with the child, like Leming. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with the boy. I'm going, he likes Hart, Hart likes him. They get along, they can communicate. There are far worse fates on the planet. Like not being with someone you can communicate and get along with well. Yeah, okay, but anyway, the Ming's uncle calms down because Mix's character basically comes and talks to the Ming's uncle and goes, you know, this isn't about you. I know you want to make it about you, but this is not about you. This is about the Ming. And I saw him with heart and they're adorable and you should just get over it. <laughs> and I do have to agree with Mix's character on this. I'm like, really, you should just get over a lot of things, Earth's character. But anyway, so at the end of the day, Hart, um, tells his mom that he wants to go to computer engineering school in the U.S. at a college for the deaf. And the Ming is going to go with him. He's saving that money on the work-study program so they can go together so that they will not be alone in a different country, which makes a lot of sense when you think about it. And also, um, the Ming's mom decides to marry the guy that she's with, and Earth's character ends up with mixes character and the curtain closes i would give the characters of the ming and heart an absolute 10 in this series i did not like earth's and mix characters and also first and cow kind of end up together at the end of this you don't really know for sure but um that couple also i'm like they're just i would say that Cal's character is very likable. First character in the series is not very likable at all. Um, I do feel bad that his his partner decided to run out on him. That would suck, Brick. But I'm just saying, there's very few likable characters in the series because everyone's kind of selfish and a little self-centered in the entire series. Except, I will say, Leming and Hart do not seem that way. I don't really know with Hart because he's a little hard to gauge as... Um, you can't really, I mean, how does this, it's not because he's deaf at all. It's because his character is a little difficult to, um, to gauge in his emotions. He's kind of keeps his emotions under wraps, but I would give their characters absolute 10. I will drop in the description, uh, clips you can see of their characters. Check it at the round table. Bye. Hi, this is Anna. And this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we're discussing how you can connect with us on social media and also how you can support us. We are reachable at this lovely podcast on various platforms. We also have several YouTube channels, The Hand Network, Check It Round Table, and also the Asian Drama Club. I will drop the links in the description so you can check those out. You can also reach us online at our website. That's onacar.com. That's O-N-N-A-C-A-R-R.com. You can support us through either PayPal or Venmo. Our PayPal email address is roses, R-O-S-E-S, out of the snow, O-U-T-O-F-S-N-O-W at gmail.com. And you can support us also on Venmo. The 
The connection for that is at on a car, and that's uppercase O and uppercase C, and it's O N N A C A R R. The last four to verify are one one four three. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.